and welcome to the Big Barry Podcast. My name is Sean Barry. I'm the host of that show. It's not a show. It's a topical conversation amongst friends, artists, comedians, actors, and whatever, what have you. Until my untimely death of when I'm executed of because I murdered my entire family because I was locked up for too long and it turned into The Shining. And it turns out I don't have good moral fortitude. Yeah. All work, no play makes Sean a dull boy. Yes, it is. Or and better the way I always remember it is no beer, no TV, make home or something, something. Go crazy? Yeah. Don't mind if I do. Oh, <laughs> uh, that sexy voice coming to you live from Brewster, New York, but not in my my little 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 room is the very first guest of the Big Berry Podcast. Good friend of mine, stand up comedian, uh bearded man. His name is Frankie Bacera. Hey, hey, hey. How's it going, Big Berry Podcast listeners? So just yourself at this point. Uh, yeah, pretty much. I'm talking to myself the day this gets released. So. Pretty much, yeah, now. Now, the listenership has stayed strong at 10, despite the fact that the episode lives, has just been, whew, the, the, the production has gone down way so in 2020. Very cool. Yeah, that's fair, because I was on the first episode, which is, uh, I'm pretty sure you used a TI-84 to produce that, so I'm not sure. Listen, it, it's a fancy production now, baby. We got a whole yeah. dip-daps and doodles and... Oh, yeah, doodles. Good for you. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of doodles. Doodles are big right now. Yeah, so to explain to my audience, I promise I'd do an episode recap everybody. The reason for the first break this year was I had gotten a job. I had gotten Yeah, a, talk about that. I got a job. Uh, Has that been addressed yet on the Bigly Pod? It's been alluded to, but it hasn't been addressed. Talk about it. Uh, it I got a job. Uh, a job that seemed very... Uh, like a great opportunity. It's something that I think was going to be able to get me out of my house, out of this town. You know, be able to strike out on my own. Be able to continue to pursue my career and make some cash, you know. And then I got there. That job turned out to be a pyramid scheme. Yeah. What wonders that turned out to be. So, That'll happen to you. So that was about a month-long ordeal. Yeah. Of, you know, trying to get the job, getting the job, working the job, quitting the job. And then uh, I did a little, a few podcasts, you know, shout out to Miguel Musino. And I was literally right back to get into the groove of things. I had a bunch lined up. Dave Saitzik was going to come on, a couple nice. other guests. And then I get a ring, ring on my, on my phone from a friend of mine telling me, uh, they just canceled the entire NBA season. And I went, Ugh! Yeah, Miss Verona like, came to town. I was like, did Kobe Bryant die again? <laughs> And then the coronavirus hit. Yeah. And for the last three weeks or so, I've been saying I should do a bunch of Skype podcasts, and I've done two, but I haven't really. I've been so uninspired to do anything. Yeah, I feel that. That group chat today where everyone was talking about the shit that they've been working on, that made me feel like a real fucking loser, buddy. Yeah. That's why I texted you. That's literally because I was like, <laughs> to, to make we got to do better. some shit. Like, I just recorded an episode of James's podcast like this three days ago. Yeah. And I'm still like, I'm I'm a nothing human. Like, oh, I know. two days ago. It was Thursday night. but oh. So week one, all I did was watch the news and eat junk food. That's all I fucking did. Yeah, I believe that. And then, you know what I was rolled of that? You know what happened? What happened? I put on 11 pounds. Really? In one week. Damn. Because I was eating brownies every night, not exercising because everything closed. That'll do it. Not doing shit. And then when I weighed myself because I felt like garbage, I was like, right. oh, I'm 11 Because that always helps. Because that always helps when you feel like shit is weighing yourself. Well, you know what? It's one of those things where I'm like, if I didn't, I would keep eating like shit. I would have. It's okay, those... that's fair. So it's like a wake-up call a little bit. It is one of those things. Like, So one of fat people's biggest fear is always getting on the scale. And okay. so I, I I made a purposeful point of like always get on the scale because if not it's gonna get the the yeah you know, the the dam's gonna break even harder. Yeah, I feel you. This is, that's how you catch it, Trump. When you find <laughs> when you find out there's a problem, address the problem. Yeah, I, then, I I was talking about this on James because like and I'm I'm someone that like reads the news a lot just because mm-hmm. that's how I write a lot of jokes. Yeah. And like I, I, I was I looked through my phone, and the first time I had written anything about Corona was January twenty third, and so like that's when I knew about it. Yeah. So if that's when I fucking found out, then what? Like, there are people that believe it or not, there are people that are more important than me. So like, they should know shit about shit. Like, I know. You think you think some top uh, officials would be like, "This looks doesn't look good at all." 
Yeah, you think. I knew it was serious, like, in, I think, like, February, like, early February. He's a girl I used to see lives in China right now, and she's like, uh, oh, I'm not going to be allowed to leave my house for uh, six weeks. And I'm like, well, that <laughs> sucks. Sucks to be you. I think I live in the U.S. Yeah. of A. Nothing bad yeah. can happen here. <laughs> Nothing bad's ever happened in New York City. Three hours later. And then here we are. Yeah, then week two, I lost nine pounds. Okay. Because I was like, 9-11. I 9-11 to myself. And uh, yeah. so I was like, all right. So I got back to neutral. Okay. And then this week, I've been somewhat productive getting some writing done. Okay, good for you. Yeah, that's uh, that's like the old speed catch of him telling everybody. I'm like, other than that, you know, I'm yeah. just, just drinking away. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, what have you been up to? I, uh, not to brag, but uh, three of my four jobs no longer need me. But at one, I am an essential worker because pizzas are not going to deliver themselves, baby. Yeah, baby. Uh, so Tuesdays and Wednesdays, I've been there for eight hours a day, just waiting for someone to call for a delivery. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But uh, and but uh, but uh, tomorrow and Monday, I'm covering for someone, so I'll get four days of work in this week, which is very cool because unemployment website is not very functioning right now. I so. know, I can feel you. I've tried to apply for unemployment three times this week, got nothing out oh, of it. Yeah. You're going you're gonna to want to switch that up to three times an hour. Yeah. I uh, Well, <laughs> the way I figure I'm going to try really hard Monday, because they said okay. the the A to, I think, E yeah, are up. A, A to G or something like that. Yeah, so I'm like, all right, I'll try try again. Right. And then, and then Thursday and Friday are the try again days. Yep, which never happened. No, of course not. Yeah. I'm curious. I don't know if I'm going to get the 1200 bucks, but even if I do, it definitely won't be till like, September. Yeah, no. No, I, I, think, I think we're getting, like... I think we're getting like like McDonald's coupons. Like oh. I think like, honestly though, if I got, I'd take it. Like fuck it, they gave us something. It's a little booklet that's twelve free whoppers. This is this is America. The fact they actually gave us something is yeah astonishing. It is bad well, they're, too. They're still just talking about it. I don't think anyone's gotten it yet. Have you seen that uh, that picture going around where it's uh, it's like a bank account and the first deposit is like a. 1200 uh freedom whatever the fuck they're calling it yeah the, the next three things under it are like debits for porn accounts <laughs> and like one of those joke images no i have not <laughs> so, yeah that, that's that's today's edition of frankie describes a meme to you thank you i'm gonna start adding that as a weekly segment on the show all right sounds good oh uh, no it, it is yeah like, like we'll see where that money ever comes but yeah ugh. i agree so would you like to i put i so i can so I did a couple things sort of productive over this time. Uh, That's good. So number one thing I did, incidentally of it all, is I completely shaved before the coronavirus. Just Okay. I was like, ah, I just felt like I'm getting clean. And then it strikes. So my beard is currently at exact quarantine levels. Okay. See, I did not do that. My my beard is at 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 a level that I've kept pretty standard. And I I probably will shave it if it's what doctors are telling me to do. But I haven't, yeah. I haven't had a, a doctor come up to me and say it yet, so I'll wait for that to happen. Yeah, I'm having Dr. Fauci on the pod next week. Uh, oh, cool. Okay. I want to get you on before him, though. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no. We do a lot of things, like, right after one another. I, I bumped into him on the way to MSNBC the other day. It's crazy. I know. All right. So I'm going to list out everything TV shows watched. Okay. Four seasons of How I Met Your Mother. Okay. Three seasons of New Girl. Okay. Two seasons of Succession. Nice. Okay. Uh, two, uh, the Dark Side of the Ring, the Chris Benoit story. Okay. Uh, the first season of High Fidelity. Okay. Uh, one season of Ozark. Okay. All right. Now into oh, and uh, three episodes of Tiger King. I'm going to finish that tonight. Okay. So I'm not out of the loop, folks. I got I got most of the jokes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't seen a single episode of Tiger King, but it's one of those things where like I don't need to. Yeah. It's everyone's explaining it to me. Like, I never seen, I haven't seen a single episode of Game of Thrones. I could probably tell you what happens in Game of Thrones. Yeah, I would say, but Tiger, the Tiger King is just Game of Thrones, but for rednecks. Yeah, I feel like it's just like Florida Game of Thrones. It is. It, it is it's like the, Game of Beach Chairs. Yeah, there's some complexities that aren't coming across in the memes, but yeah. I'm like this is this is some good shit. Right. I believe that. I'll, I'll get to it eventually. My thing is like when, and and this goes back to Game of Thrones to an extent. 
when I see a bunch of people talking about like watching something, that makes me want to watch it less. I don't know why. Oh, I'm the exact same way. Minute somebody else. That's, pro- that's probably why Community is my favorite show because no one was fucking watching it, nope. and I'm like, I'll take a million of these, please. Like, yes. You know what's ironic about Community is that it was considered a super low rated show, but if it came yeah. out today with those numbers, it'd be the third highest rated show on television. Yeah, exactly. That's just how much the fucking TV landscape has changed. So funny. I meant to comment on yours. Only tell people to watch the first three seasons. And then you know what? I, I literally thought about that after I posted it. I was going to post a follow-up and be like, full disclaimer, I do love this show. You'd be fine stopping after season three now. You, you yeah. might be better off, actually. Yep. I was looking at the IMDb page for it the other day, and it's so funny how like steeply the episode ratings drop off starting at season four. It is. It's like astonishing. overall, the show has like an eight point five. It would probably have like a nine if it ended at season three. It really would have. But it, yeah. you watch all seasons one to three, folks. The Donald yeah. Glover, Glover episodes of season five. Yeah, and then the first episode—that's that's the highest rated episode. Besides the finale of the last three seasons. That's what I was going to say. Is like you watch, then you watch the first episode of season six, the Karate yeah. Kid episode of season six, yeah. and then the finale. <laughs> and that's all you need to watch of Community. The, the second Dungeons and Dragons is all right. It's all right. But it's like, it's always, it felt a little been there, done that. I'm actually, I think a Community might be my next rewatch. Yeah, that's what I'm in like, I'm in the middle of a few rewatches. I watched like, but uh, one and a half seasons of 30 Rock the other day. I watched, uh, I've done the first two of Community, or one and a half of Community. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm doing The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel right now. Uh, I was I was watching that Hillary doc on Hulu. My, my girl. I made the mistake of, uh, I, I was, I, I, I've been drinking while watching all of these, obviously, because I'm an oh, American yeah. hero. But, um... I, I I got drunk while I was watching the Hillary doc, and I started Googling, what can I run for? <laughs> and I texted my buddy from high school, and I was like, hey, I want to run for something. Will you be my campaign manager? And he didn't answer it until the next morning, and he was, like, way more into it that morning than I was. <laughs> and he was just like, all right, I think I have a plan. If you start by running for school board in May, I'm like, no, never, no, never mind. I just want... Skip to president, like yeah, I, like I. There's one thing I have realized over these last three, six, four weeks is like, I would definitely be a better president than the current guy. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. If uh, there's a lot of people that can say that sentence to me, I'd be like, yeah, you, you correct. You know, right? you know how there's always those stories when Obama was elected, and yeah. and all a bunch of young people were like, seeing a black man become president made me realize I can do anything. Yeah. Well, seeing Trump become president made me really think I can do anything. I yeah. can do anything. It was like this barrier. Well, yeah, that's the thing. Like Obama, when Obama became president, it was like, wow, anyone can be president. And then when Trump got elected, it was like, wow, anyone can be president. It like, turns out it's really not that hard. No, you just got to go What go to Michigan or something. Like, was that all Hillary it, forgot to do? Go, yeah, go to Michigan <laughs> and run against a woman. Those are the key, easiest yeah, ways to get elected. Like, yeah. It was, I remember I – rem- I have such a distinct memory of that election night because, like, that was my senior year of college and I was I was taking a class that produced a live election show. And so we were producing the live show during election night mm-hmm. and it was just real fucking somber because a lot – honestly, the class was kind of split down the middle as far as, like, who wanted who for the presidency. Really? But, it, but like, it, yeah, it was just, like, a weird – a real weird vibe hit the room once it in the fucking control room once it became clear that Trump was going to win it all. And I remember being like, it has never been more definitive that like Hillary's the most hated woman in America. Yeah. Like that's what it takes for to lose this election. Yeah, a guy who that, did. I don't. That's not how I feel about her personally. But like, yeah. it it you'd be hard pressed before that. It was like Taylor Swift because she said something weird, and then it was like. No, it's it's it it's really her. it's really her. <laughs> oh. No, she and I, and I remember there was one kid in the class who was like, it's just like real like fucking neoconservative. Like we found out he did some like really weird like neo-Nazi shit a few months after the class. But like, I remember after the show ended, we were all leaving, and he, him and the other Republicans in the class were so excited. And he was like, Donald Trump is the candidate that I've been wanting for president since before I was born. And I was just like, that's not possible. 
it, you like I know you guys don't like science, but like listen to yourself talk. Like they, yeah, Jesus, man, it is, like it really. No is. one should like a politician that much. No, like on either side, no one should love their. Like you should, you should respect the president, and even if you don't disagree with them to an extent. Yeah. But you shouldn't be that fucking excited about him. You really... Like, I drive around town and I see fucking Trump 2020 shit. I didn't see that shit for McCain. I didn't see that shit for Mitt Romney. Fuck no, <sighs> dude. Yeah, it is just one of those, you're like, come on, dude. Right, let's, go off, let's go off politics. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah we, better, let's just keep it more of what quarantine time is about. Uh, I, haven't yeah. got, I haven't gotten into my movies watched yet. Okay. We got The Social Network, Mission Impossible okay. Fallout. Okay. Contagion. Okay. Bedazzled. Okay. Forrest Gump. Okay. Rockies 1 to 4. Okay. Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Okay. Edge of Tomorrow. Okay. Knives Out. Okay. I Am Legend and Fight Club. Okay. Yeah. I, um... I, I'd be willing to bet a lot of money that I've been going outside more than you. <laughs> Here's the thing: I have also been going outside two hours every day. Okay, uh, that's good. Like I've been, I, I have been active. It just I okay. can't sleep at night. I just okay, yeah, I just cannot sense. sleep. Because yeah. I because I can think of like three movies that I've watched during this whole thing. Like I watched yeah. uh, I watched A Simple Favor with Anna Kendrick and Blake Lively, great flick on Hulu. Oh, I thought that was horrible. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I, I think part of why I liked it is because, like, the first 20 minutes of it is how my ideal porn starts. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. And then, But then they just, like, leave their husbands and, and they end up together. Yeah, no. But I, anyway, yeah. Uh, and then I watched uh, I watched Flower, I think it was called, also on Hulu. Oh, uh, yeah. Starring a young Zoe Deutsch. My future wife, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and then um, and Booksmart, again. Booksmart's a good one. That's also a solid on movie. Yeah, and I've been watching some Fuck That's Delicious with Action Bronson. That's a great show, also mm-hmm. on Hulu. But yeah, it's a it's it's been an interesting time. I've also been spending a lot of time. I've been uh, and I talked to James about this a little bit uh, because our show, James and I, Frankie and James, do half hours. Unfortunately, rest in power. Last night, but obviously Miss Rona came to town, mm-hmm. so we couldn't do it. Uh, so what I've been doing is I've been writing out all of the jokes that were in the half hour set. Yeah. Like on like, note cards, like word for word, just like have them all in front of me, which is something I would have, I, I like planned on doing that anyway, but now I was like, fuck it. Now I got a reason to, I've already used more note cards on this than I have in any academic aspect of my life ever. Like, yeah, that's, that's fair. Like I have actually been, I've been doing this week. I've been doing my writing and I've been yeah. working on my screenplays and I'm like, Oh, I got my, nice. I got note cards. I got like, you know, it looks like you know, like every movie when like the cops trying to catch the killer, and he's like yeah. shit on the wall. And I'm like, that's me right now. Yeah, you got your murder board. A hundred percent. I got my murder board of how I'm going to murder the screenplay. Also, how nice. I'm gonna, how I'm going to find the cure for Corona. Okay, good for you. I'm going to reverse the deaths. That's what I'm going to do. Wow, that's, that's big. That, that's a big Barry podcast promise. That's a big Barry podcast promise. That's a B B P P. Oh yeah, a lot of P P in there. A lot of P P. Oh, and Times masturbated 27 times. Really? Okay. Under. I think I've actually been masturbating less. I don't know why. You know what? I do know why, actually. Mm-hmm. Because I've been I've been watching a lot of TV in my basement. Mm. And my basement is where my grandma used to live. All right. Big grandma. Pre-Rona. It was last year. Don't worry about it. Yeah. And I, I find myself almost jerking off while I'm down here. But then I'm like, no, I can't. No, this is where grandma was. I can't. Yeah. And then by the time I go, I actually get up to my room, I'm like, I'm just going to sleep at this. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny you mentioned uh, dead grandmas uh, because my grandma passed, always because my grandma passed away eh, probably about five weeks ago now. Okay, right. And it's one of those things where she was like all right at the beginning of the week, and yeah, you know, then she felt like a little tired or something, went to bed, and then yeah. passed away in the middle of the night. And I'm like, Jeez. yeah, I'm not like. She might, but she might have had it, you know. How old was she? She was ninety-eight, so it's not like it's not like it's one of those like she could have also just had being ninety-eight. That's what I'm thinking. This is one of those things like that, but I'm also like it's not impossible, you know. Yeah, no, it is. It's definitely possible. But that's like I and I talked about my mom. Talked to my mom about this because it was her mom that died. I was like, 
Look, I don't know if this is going to be like a weird thing to say, but like I'm I'm glad grandma's not around for this shit. Oh, 100% man. Cuz like she need my my grandma like had like she had cancer and so like she she needed a lot of care, a lot of time besides just like constantly going in for chemo. That would have been fucking rough right now. Like but whatever. No, yeah, no. It, tell, tell your story about you quitting your job. Tell all right. I would I should, should I do the, do the tell the stage version. Uh, tell tell the version that you feel most comfortable sharing with your uh, my, my, count on one hand listeners. It's this many. It's two hands, but one finger. Okay, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's 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 rewind back. As we yeah. all know, uh, I you know I've been desperate for a real job for a while, while now. Because, Aren't we? All? Because you know, like it's you know, I'm turning 26 this year. I need I'm going to need health care, which thankfully at the moment I'm right. okay with. Um, Right, but like in one of those things where I'm like, I got plus I'm also just like I'm too old to be living in my fucking parents' house. It's getting to the point where it's like it's weird, and like yeah, that's fair. My parents are fine with it. Like it's what I don't. I have a problem with all. I see all my friends moving on and having you know real, you know jobs and girlfriends and wives now, and some have kids, and I'm like fuck, dude, I can't. I I here's I'm fine with being like single and stuff. I can't be like just having my own place would be so choice. Yeah, I agree with that. You know, like I just—it's just—it would make me feel more re- adult and responsible. And like, right. plus, I also feel like it'd also be an extra kick in the ass to force me to really go for this, on um, right. stand up and actor and all that stuff. That's okay, hell yeah. So, uh, yeah. So then, I obviously I was kind of flying around, and I got uh, I applied to this thing on on uh, Indie on on LinkedIn, and okay. it was one of those things where it's like uh, public relations manager, and I read the yeah. description, and it's like. You know, using uh, modern social media to uh, aggressively market and target, you know, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, oh, this seems legit. Press submit my resume. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, we'll see what happens. I get like a tech, what do you call it, an email back pretty pretty regularly. Like, hey, we read your resume. Is there any time you'd like to take a call? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Take the call. And I'm like, yeah, you got. You seem like you'd be competent. You seem like a pretty personal person. There's going to be a lot of one-on-one time. And they're like, you'll be meeting with a lot of clients and stuff. And I'm like, right. oh, shit. I'll come in for an interview. Yeah. Go to a WeWork in Manhattan, and I'm like, oh, everyone's there. They're everyone's suited up. Everybody seems pretty, you know, normal. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Go to the interview. The guy's, you know, he's a good looking guy. He's got a really nice suit, pressed hair, like all, like the works. Like he's, and he's, and admittedly, in hindsight, he's working me. He's doing it. I'm like, yeah, of course. Yeah. He's flashing. He's talking like, like all the things you want to hear when you go for a job interview. Right. Gives me a good handshake. And I'm like, we'll let you know if you want to come in for a round two. Get immediately called back. Yeah, we'd love to have you come in. I'm like, fuck, yeah. All right, round two. I go in, and they have, like, a morning meeting, which you're there for. You play some, and it, this is where it's, this is where all pyramid schemes operate, is they operate like cults. Okay. Because a cult, like they, what they do is they entice you. with like, you don't need to join us, but, you know, this is what it's like if you did. And right. they have a fun game where you play, and it's rousing, and, like, oh, you know. And then I'm like, okay, yeah. And then, like, uh... Listen, uh, then we meet with the guy again. We talk about the qualifications. And then you, he's like, yeah, listen, man, we're, there's going to be a two-week training period. No matter what, everybody has to do this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why are you chewing your teeth like that? Sorry, I was, you, I was looking at myself in the... You know, pool. I can see you, right? Yeah, I know, I know. But I can see me, too, and that's why it was funny. Fair enough. Okay. Uh, and I'm like, okay, yeah. And I'm like, then I'm waiting, like, a few days. And I'm like, I want this job. So I'm like, health insurance... Uh, we didn't talk exact numbers, and then I'm like, okay. And the final interview is a third one, where he says like, um, "Listen, there's gonna be uh, you know, like a couple of people on the call. Don't worry about it. It's just me, you and I talking. Though. They just want to listen in." And I and we go over one more time. I'm like, "This is like the qualifications." And I'm like, "Hey, could we just talk salary?" And he's like, "Listen, yeah, but after like uh, your first year, here's the thing. I should have I should have been hesitant on is you can make up to ninety thousand dollars a year." And I hear all I hear is ninety thousand dollars a year sold. Yeah, that's how they get you. That's how they got me, and I'm like, "Fuck yeah!" All right, I was like, "I'll do this." I, I've, you know, I was one of those things. I already knew the downsides. Like, I'm waking up at fucking five in the morning. I gotta wear a suit every day. Right. Like, like, I can't do stand up as much. But I'm like, whatever. It's like an investment. You take some time and you put it in. I get there day one. It's like time to go out for your training. And now day one is President's Day, so all the businesses are off. And, it's right. like, and they're like, listen, we're just going to go out and try and meet some new clients. And I'm like, oh, I, I had a thought to myself. like, every client's going to be closed. It's President's Day. But right. no, no, we're going to go out. I'm like, shouldn't we call them ahead of time? They're like, no, no, no. It's better if we go in person. And I'm yeah. like, 
Okay, you're the boss. We get there. We just walk all around Brooklyn. Nothing's open. They're not doing shit. And I'm like, all right. Okay, whatever. It's a day's pay. I can deal with this. It's like, I'm like, all right. I'm, I'm justifying myself. It's like, oh, this is, this is, you know, it's a startup. Everyone's got to be aggressive. Right. And then day two. Day two is the day I'm like, all right, here we go. And he's like, all right, man, we're going to go to one of our direct sales operations where you're going to get in, get in there. We're going to go with John. John's a... John's the team leader. He's our second in command. He's going to be the second longest. We get out there. We go to a DSS building, a Department of Social Services, for people who don't know. Uh, when you do a DSS building, it's mainly people going in for their food stamps or uh, checks and, you know, financial aid. So the poorest of the poor. Okay. And you set up a table. And you have a table. The thing you're selling, which is cell phones. Yeah. Assurance wireless cell phones. And... Oh. And I'm like, what the fuck is Assurance Wireless? And they're like, well, it's a subsidiary of uh, of uh, uh, T-Mobile. And they're like, you know, they have a contract with uh, the government to hand out these, you know, government-assisted phones. And, like, they're all, they're all free. They're just helping out people. And I'm like, okay. And we get there at about, I don't know, 9.30 in the morning. And we stand outside there all fucking day yeah. trying to get people to take free cell phones. <laughs> for fucking that's it just try to get people to just you need to register them with all this database and shit and you're like what what is this and then like I come in and the guy I was working with so I don't get to make any sales on that day because I'm still a trainee right and uh, the guy's made 17 sales I'm like is that good and he's like eh and then I come <laughs> in everyone he sold 17 the ne- next top seller had two Jeez, and man. I'm like, and then like the guy, his name's Pawnee. He gives a whole Glen Gary, Glen Ross, fucking tip top speech of like, you gotta be out there closing. I can make twenty sales tomorrow. I know. And I'm like, and then I, <laughs> he leaves the room. There's a beat, and everyone else just starts fucking laughing. And yeah. I'll, and then they're like, and I'm like, so is everybody else aware this is a pyramid scheme? And they're like, that's what you call that. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else realized it and we're like <laughs> they just sticking around until they found the words pretty much and then I was like everyone's they like, were there for two months because they couldn't use Google that's the thing is everyone else there had only been there like two weeks yeah the, the, top, the guy John had been there for three months and had been promoted like six times yeah. if you do just stick it out there is some money but it's yeah. it's not worth it at all yeah, no it doesn't sound like it's, especially, especially if like it's something that you have to commute as far as you do to. Exactly. I, like if you lived across the street, it'd be like, all right, fuck it, I'm, I'm making it happen. But like, honestly, if I lived across the street, I wouldn't fucking do this. It's yeah, no, I don't blame you. Yeah, it's not. It's so not worth. Like if I sold, so the commission would be eight dollars per phone. Okay. And that's how they get away with not paying you minimum wage. Right. Uh, but then you get a stipend of five hundred bucks a week if you make team leader. Okay. And on top of everything else, so it's like. And it was just crazy seeing the one guy who's fully indoctrinated into the cult. And he was a nice enough guy, but, like, he just was so, like, fuck it. I'm putting my head down. I have nothing else going on for me. I'm just going to do this shit. And I'm like. Yeah. And then I actually got to like some of my coworkers because they were fun. Like, right. Like some, like, some people, like, I felt bad for. Like, the one girl, Jenna, was like, she's just so in financial straits she needed this job. Right. To the point that I gave her some of my sales, uh, like, when I was, like, I, I knew I was quitting on Wednesday. But it was right. one of those things where I'm like. I was like, it was one of those things. It was too both a little bit of embarrassment. He's like, I had told everybody about the job. Right, I remember that. I was like, fuck. I was like, oh, God, if I can just get hit by a car and be like, I couldn't do the job. I hit by a car. Right. And then then it was just like, fuck it. And then I was like, plus I was like, I'm going to get some good material out of it. And I did. There was literally one day a woman asked me, is this what you do for a living? Yeah. And she's like, I'm like, yeah. She's like, your life fucking sucks. And she was homeless. <laughs> she was a homeless person. But then you got to quit, though, in quitting school. And quitting was awesome. It was so, I like, I, I remember oh. when I quit my job. That shit was wild. I know. As Frankie, by the way, everybody now has a tiger face. Yeah, I, I could put, like, a little lion on my on my face with this FaceTime. Mm-hmm. Aw, so cute. It's neat. But you know what's the funny thing though is like immediately once I quit that job, other opportunities started coming up. Yeah, I had a couple PA, PA gigs pop up for me, and then I, I had the, the exact opposite when I quit my job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
And I was like, all right, whatever. Maybe that, I just needed to, you know, really just get myself back out there and kind of get into the mode. Yeah, I feel you. Because one of those things, I don't believe in God or anything, but I do kind of believe in a karmic balance to the world. Right. So, and then here, I had an so week of Rona, I had an audition with this thing that was going to be a web series. Like, not web Right, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, and it was a hosting gig, and I met in, and it was the exact opposite of the thing where I'm like, they showed me what they were doing, and the guy was nice, and they're like, I got to audition, I got to improvise a little, I met another guy, and I'm like, this is going well. It was something I was knowledgeable in. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we were still making jokes at the time. Right. You're like, oh, Corona. Yeah, I remember that. I remember being at work, and every time someone would cough, they'd be like, oh, I hope it's not coronavirus. And then a week later, we just stopped seeing all of our coworkers for who knows how long. Yeah. So yeah. that, and then, uh, and then Corona hit, and then, uh, well, here we are. Yeah. I remember uh, my last day at work at, at Grand Prix, I got a call. And my, uh, our CEO owns a couple different businesses, not just in New York, but like in a, in a few different states. And I, I, uh, I got a call from a lady asking me if the spins bowl that my boss owns in Cleveland, Ohio, or no, Columbus, <laughs> Ohio was still going to be open this week. Turns out. And I said, I said, I don't know. Turns and, out nah, fam. No, it wasn't. And, and then she was like. Well, why why isn't it closed yet? And I was like, I don't I don't know, ma'am. And she goes, Well, he's being extremely irresponsible. And I really just wanted to be like, Bro, I'm a twenty five year old that makes minimum wage to answer a phone. I see my CEO once a month and it's scary. Like I don't I don't know what this guy's fucking doing. Like Yeah, like you uh, It's sort of and then, and then no, and then we were closed, so she got her way. Yeah, it's like working at White Plains and, like, like, honestly, Lucy's to an extent where I'm like, I know this place isn't profitable, but the lights are still on, so. Right, exactly. I'm not going to question it. Fuck it. No. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just how it is sometimes. Yeah, so, I mean, it seems, I think August, I think August, the beginning of August is a realistic deadline. You think so? Yeah, well, you just look at what China did, and it was basically four months for them. This started for them, like, December. Yeah. And then, you know, they tried reopening everything last week, and then they had to reclose everything down. Right. Because I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense. And you figure we had a late start. Our government is very incompetent at the moment. Federal. And our people aren't listening. A lot of people are still going out and doing shit. Exactly. I mean, I feel like they say the peak will probably hit next week in New York, which is good. Okay. So, I mean... It's nice that we haven't hit the peak yet. Yeah, like, you know, between you and me and this podcast audience, I really don't give a fuck when other states are dying. I'm like... Yeah, that's fair. I got got a few people in a few other states, but, like, and why, baby? I'm not saying I don't care about the certain people. I'm saying, like, assholes like the Georgia governor... Who's just right? Who, yeah, no, they're yeah, they're fucking dummies. They're they they're getting. Their and shit I'm like, well, them. to a certain extent, you guys deserve what you know. You ever see True Detective season two? No, I did not. Not a good, not a good season of television. But the tagline was very good, and it's like you get the world you deserve, and like, Ooh. and I'm like, that's kind of true. Like you, like so that sounds like Trump era television. <laughs> yeah, but it is. I mean, it came out ironically well before him, but, right? I mean, I, I don't know. Like, I feel like this is, like, a culmination. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm also, like, I don't know. I I want to keep, I try to keep this podcast optimistic because I think that story helped. But, um, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like that Trump's going to use this as an excuse to rig the fucking election. Right. And I'm not confident in either Democratic uh, candidates. Yeah, it's a it's a rough one. You know, like you know, I'll say I'll go on record. I don't believe in Bernie Sanders, people. I believe in his policies. I don't believe in him. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. Like, I, everyone's like him. I'm like, have you guys seen how people vote for him? It's very little, yeah. <laughs> and they're all well, that, white. That was kind of what was weird. There was a part in that Hillary doc where, like, where they started talking about Bernie, and it was just like. It was. It, I mean, obviously they were running against each other, so like it's not like they were fucking buddies. But yeah. it was just interesting to see like her actually talking some shit about him. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I uh, last time I quit my job was two years ago. 
I was working in the uh, technology department of the Brewster Central School District. Mm. And we had our, I think our third or fourth, I, I was working there for maybe maybe three years at that point. And in that time, we had had our fourth director of the department. Mm. Like that's, we it was a fucking revolving door in that bitch. But, and, uh, and I liked, I liked, I liked the one that was there the longest beside, behind the, the guy that was there when I quit. He was nice, but I don't, I didn't know the, the, the politics of, of why certain people got certain shit because I was literally the, my, my title was tech intern. <laughs> and so I, I, I got to the point where I was like, look, this isn't what I, I it was a year after I graduated from college and I, and I had been looking for other shit. And I didn't major in anything technology related. I just, I went to school there. So I already knew where everything was. So I just, I was learning the job on the fly for a lot of it. And so I gave it a year post-grad and I was like, if I can, if I can get promoted there, maybe then we'll, we'll see how it works. And uh, if not, then that's fine. I'll go somewhere else. So one day I was, uh, I was sitting at my desk and a coworker was next to me and he was, he was also, him and I had like very similar roles, except he was hired from an outside agency, mm-hmm. so he wasn't like full time or anything. But he was there often because like we needed the help. And then one guy in the office got fired, and I was like, "Oh, cool! I'll apply for his spot and kind of move up for a little bit." And then about a week later, I found out that the temp agency guy had interviewed for a job at the department. And I was like, "Oh, sick! Okay, that means Chris will be here more often. That'll be that'll be very helpful." And then he got the job, and then, uh, but he he didn't like officially have the job yet. He just had to be like approved by the board or something. And then one day, I um, I'm applying for uh, I'm applying for the because they still had the job posted on the website, and so I'm applying for it. I'm like filling it out, and uh, I look over and he's filling out the same application, and I was like, "Oh, why are you filling that out?" And he was like, oh, I already have the job, but the superintendent told me I had to fill this out as a formality. Mm. And I was like, oh, then I guess I'll, I'll just close this window. You know, I don't <laughs> – if I'm sitting next to the guy that got the fucking job, I don't think I need to apply for it. So at that point, I was like, I'm just going to quit, man. There's no – there's nothing for me here. I don't have benefits. I'm making minimum wage. I don't like – they don't – I don't like what I'm doing. I, I loved my coworkers for the most part, so that was nice. But So I go into my boss's – uh, I, I go in on a Friday morning and I knock on my boss's door. I'm like, hey, Jim, can I talk to you for a sec? He's like, yeah, come on in. So I said to him, this is the end of the school year. And that's why I did it. I waited till the end of the school year because I was like, we don't do much during the summer and I want to fuck him over, you know? And so I said to him, hey, I, I, uh, I just wanted to give you my two weeks notice. I um, I think my time with the department has come to a close. I, uh, I'll work the next two weeks and then I'll work the Saturday of graduation because one of my jobs was to film the graduation ceremony. So I was like, I'll do that for you. I'll make that my last thing. And then I'll, I'll be out. He was like, thank you. I appreciate that. I, I appreciate the work you've done here. I, uh, I hope you, I hope you find what you're looking for at your next job. Uh, spoiler alert. I didn't, but um, <laughs> I think I remember but, you uh, telling the story like very early on in so, us knowing each so other. Here's, so here's what happens. The next two weeks go by just regular, regular, regular. And then the Friday that was supposed to be my last day in the schools, the Friday before the graduation, I walk in, and then a few minutes later, my boss walks into the office, and he's like, hey, Frankie, uh, can, I, can I talk to you for a second? I was like, yeah, of course. So I go into his office, and he's like, all right, look, I will... I Suck your friggin' willing, dick. Yeah, he was like, would you be willing to stay with us for the summer? I will boost your pay up to fifteen or sixteen dollars an hour. Ooh, baby! And I, and I said sixteen. Like I was yeah. like, is that multiple choice? Because sixteen. And I was like, and he was like, okay, sixteen. And I was like, can you give me the day to think about it? And, I said, and he was like, yes, of course. So uh, we the day goes on. We have the pizza party, the going away pizza party for me and another one of my coworkers that had also quit at the same time. And so we're still having the pizza party, and uh, and my boss is just kind of like. Well, goodbye to Peter and uh, maybe Frankie. And I'm like, is that like, <laughs> is that how you're handling this? All right. And then, so I sent him an email. At the end he of just the day. He, as you walk out the door, he's like, he'll be back. Yeah, exactly. And and at that point, I, I 
I did kind of think that I was going to do it, but I hadn't told him yet. So I was like, let me, let me call the shots on this one, you know? Yeah. So I email him and I'm like, Hey Jim, uh, I'd like to accept your offer. I'll see you on Monday, which I would have had to see him on Monday anyway, because I had to bring the camera back that I was using. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so he was like, great. I just have to get approval from the board and we'll be good to go. And as soon as he said, I had to get approval from the board, I was like, Oh, this, this might not happen. Yeah, there's a, there's a really good chance this isn't going to happen. So the next day, I see him at the graduation ceremony, and he's like, "Hey, I just gotta, I gotta talk to the, uh, the our our finance guy, and as long as there's money in the budget, we're good to go." And another one of my jobs was to record all the board meetings of the year, so I knew damn well there wasn't money in the budget, like at all. So I knew. <laughs> so I was like, "Ah, oh, shit. Okay, that's a that's a bummer." And so in my head, I'm like, he clearly didn't think this shit out. Like I gave, I gave him a two weeks notice and he thought about this shit on his way to work two weeks later. So, so, uh, Monday comes and I got the, I got the camera equipment in it. I drop it on my desk and like, as soon as the, the, the camera bag hits my desk, he's like, Hey, can I, uh, can I see you in my office real quick? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, of course. So I go into his office and he's like, okay, so technically you're not an employee of the district anymore. So you have to go home. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, okay, um, cool. I guess he's like, also you have to leave your ID badge here. I was like, this feels like it's not going the way I want it to go. And he was like, uh, I'll call you as soon as I know what's going on. Uh, it could be later today. It could be later this week, but we're, we're going to get this thing figured out. And so I was like, all right, then I'm going to go show Chris how the camera works. Cause I guess I'm not doing the eighth grade ceremony tonight. He was like, yes, please do that. Thank you. I was like, all right, I guess still don't work here, but fuck me, I guess. She's taking a shit on his desk. Yeah, well, well, so, so I, I go, I show my buddy how the camera works and I go home and then I go home. I'm walking my dog. If I got, I probably got home at like 9am and then I'm walking the dogs around noon and I get a call from my boss and he's like, all right, so look, the board has of education has already accepted your resignation. <laughs> so what we would have to do is in order to get you rehired the way I said, we would have to go to the board and say, we would like to rehire this employee that has already resigned at a higher pay rate than he was already paid at. <laughs> and, I, and as he's saying this, I'm like, was that your plan? Cause that, <laughs> that is a bad plan. Yeah, you, you know, all those companies that love rehiring people, yeah, exactly. Especially when they're hiring and paying with taxpayer money. That always goes real well for everyone involved. So then, so so he's like, but another issue with that is uh, apparently your salary is set by the board, which means that my position did not ever qualify for pay raises. <laughs> so I could have worked that job for 10 years and never gotten a raise. God. So, so he says to me, but what we can do is you can come back to the position at the rate that you were already being paid. And so I said to him, you mean the job that I quit already? <laughs> and he goes, well, yeah, I guess. And I was like, well, then I'm going to I'm gonna have to pass on that one. I'm That's gonna, a no for me, dog. I'm gonna, yeah, exactly. And he was like, all right, I hope you have a great summer. And I was like, he you just made it a little more difficult. <laughs> it's going to gonna be a hard summer but you know we'll be okay he gave you a hags yeah he, he gave me a real a real hagaroonie there hagaroonie god Ugh. Ugh. but yeah so that was that was my most recent quitting and who knows after this i might have a few more but yeah i know well who knows if this will have jobs come exactly i had a co-worker uh i, I won't i had a co-worker at grand prix who told me she was gonna put in her four weeks notice at the beginning of april oh yeah and I was like, just like, just fucking leave dude, at that point. Like, <laughs> it is Grand Prix. I have quit jobs by just never showing up again. Half the people at Grand Prix have quit jobs by never showing up again. That's why I got hired oh, as quick as I did. That was the I'm thing. one of the only two men in my position because my manager would rather hire girls for it. But she was like, I'm going to be honest with you. The person who you're replacing quit on Sunday by just not showing up and texting me that she moved to California. I forgot to mention, I've been leaving out this one key detail from every time I tell the story of my pyramid scheme. I don't know how I keep forgetting it. It's pretty big. Talk about it. My actual quitting, quitting face-to-face. Yeah. Uh, So I was like, I went in, I was, instead of just, most people when they quit this job, and a lot did, just stop, some would just literally quit mid-job. Right. They would just walk off, not respond. 
Yeah, I but I'm like, that. I'm a better man than that. Plus, you know, material. So I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna have a face to face with this guy. Yeah. And so the guy's late. Like, okay. And he's never late. Ever, ever right. late. The guy, the guy John told me he's like, this guy's never late. I don't know what's up with this. <laughs> so he's like, at least I'm running it today. So I go out on assignment again, like an insane yeah. person. And I'm like, I yeah. want this face to fucking face. Plus, you know, right? Exactly. I, I already yeah. gone to the city. I'm like, I might as well. Exactly. And <laughs> he, so I'm like, I wait. I hear he finally gets in. So I'm like, All right, I'm gonna go in. And I see the guy, and he's like, I'm like, hey man, hey Pawnee, and he's like, hey man, like, like I'm sorry I was late today. Uh, my uh, my mom passed away. <laughs> and I go, oh, well, here's the thing. I don't want to do this job. Completely unrelated. <laughs> unrelated. I don't want to do this I'm also going to pass. And he's like, well, he's like, why? You, you, like, they, here's the thing, too. They thought I was going to be great for them. They really, yeah. they kept telling me, like, you're like the best guy we have here. <laughs> and, like, other people told me that they would say that to them, too. They're like, yeah. they, they thought I was one of them. Yeah. Which just shows you how easy I can slide into corporate America, but whatever. Uh, yeah. But also kind of a red flag. Yeah, also a huge red like, flag. Like, I feel like if I start a job, if I start a job and in the first week, everyone's like, wow, you're the best at this. I'm like, how have you guys been this doing is, this for so long? That's not good. Like, this is, yeah. that's terrible. I uh, am brand new here. Like, yeah. But I was also like, listen, I'll keep doing this if you make me, l- let me do what you do. Because I'll, I'll right. con other people as long as I just get money. <laughs> I, I will. I'll recruit idiots to do this job. I don't fucking care. Right. I just yeah. want money. That's. I, I told him like he's like, yeah, we can't do that. And I'm like, so there's no money. So cut to. I texted the one girl who hung on about this about like two weeks ago. She's like, yeah, the entire company went under. Jeez, the entire, man. The entire pyramid collapsed. Yo, you got out on time. You fucking sold your ticket on the Titanic. Like, <laughs> I sure fucking did, baby. I sure goddamn did. Holy shit. But I'm also like, ah, I kind of wish I was there for that. Yeah, no, that would have been cool. Honestly, I would I would be thinking the same thing. Of course, that would have been like another th- two, three weeks, I think. So I'm like, mm. yeah. They wanted me to work Saturdays. Yeah, as someone who works Saturdays, that shit sucks. I'm like, I'm not working a fucking Saturday. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'll work a Saturday if it's like PA rates and it's time and a half. I'll fucking do that. Right. But, nah, fam. <sighs> Other than that, here we yeah. go. Fucking living that life, baby. Yeah. So, do you think uh, you think comedy's gonna come back stronger than ever? Um, I hope not. <laughs> I uh, I got. I, I hope a lot of people quit, and there's a lot less comics, and I stick around, and it's easier for me to be good at it, <laughs> like, and be successful at it. That's selfishly, of course, but like, you know. No, no man. There's a lot of comics I hope quit too. You, th- uh, you think the you think the Lucy's mic in the middle of October is going to be as as populous as they have been lately? I, I don't know. Yeah, that's yeah. Lucy. Well, here's the thing. I like the fact that you know I love Lucy's and I love our little group here, but I'm right. also like, ah, oh, we can't keep doing this. Yeah, I wanted I wanted to hand Lucy's off to a new rogue of young kids, and then you know like let Bill keep tutoring them. Yeah, they just <laughs> it's just uh, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Well, we miss our men's club, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Exclusively men's club. Right, exactly. Not not meant to be, but is. Uh, yeah. But I'm like, ah, I don't know. He's like, I worry about a lot, because a lot of those clubs in the city aren't able to stay open. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to it's gonna be interesting. Like, considering how much average rent is for businesses, is astronomical. Right. right. Plus, keeping employees on tap, which is hard. Right. Plus. It's a matter, it's a matter of, like... Who gets government assistance at this point? Like, yeah, and as much as I fucking love all the comedy clubs, they are the lo- pretty low on the fucking totem pole. Yeah, I'm even sure. in terms of like entertainment. Period. Like yeah. a movie theater is going to get a bailout before a comedy club is. Like they'll probably save the seller and then be like, "Oh, there's other ones." Like, yeah, it'll be the seller. I would hope the stands and probably like the strip or Dangerfield. Yeah, because those are like the tourist trap ones. Yeah. And, uh, Broadway will be fine because they don't – they'll just put a fucking sign on the door and be like closed indefinitely. And then people are like, oh, there's no difference. Yeah, exactly. It's a ghost town and it's horrible and they overcharge everybody? Yeah. Well, because Broadway will always exist because of the way it just preys on young comics. 
Like yeah. I, I remember doing a show there when I was like three years into comedy and being like very excited about this yeah. and like sitting in the back of the green room and talking to the other comics that are like, yeah, this is my first time doing comedy. I'm really excited about it. And mm-hmm. being like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. It's, there was, I'm, I'm at a fucking talent show, man. Like I did a show with Shibli Quarterman, yeah. but she paid me and I didn't have to bring anybody. I was like, all right, fine. Right. But I was yeah. like, I've seen the people she got and I'm like, Oh, these are all people that are like, I want to do stand up, and <laughs> oh yeah, because that's that's who is it. And I almost did the Shabli show too when she she asked me about it, but I was like, look, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to do bringers for free anymore. And she was like, you get a video of yourself. I was like, I have tons of videos of myself. Scroll through my gram, like I don't like. Yeah, no, and I was just like, wow. That's thing is like I yeah, but it does the downstairs does look legit enough that you're like, oh yeah, exactly, yeah, but. Like I have videos from Broadway that look fine, but like yeah, no, I like I like the quality of some of the videos I have at Broadway, which I'm like that's fine. Yeah, but like yeah, like what I, I realize what I'm doing is I'm like I'm gonna just start being like, see if I can like talk to the clubs like listen, I'll shoot ever all your bringer shows. Just yeah. give me just give me a little slice of that pie, baby. Yeah, I feel you. All right. Well, Frankie, thank you so much for being on the Big Berry Podcast. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. I miss seeing you. I miss smelling you. Thank you. I miss seeing you. I don't miss smelling you, though. Oh, that hurt. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that that, no, that's that's fair. I'm a stinky man. Despite my best efforts, I do. I genuinely try to not smell bad. Sometimes I just do. Well, that's showbiz, baby. That is showbiz. We also we also only ever see each other at the end of the day. That is true. Yeah, you got a whole day's worth on you. You know, it happens. All right. Well, Frankie, where can my listeners follow you? You can you can you can find me at uh, on Twitter at, at Frankie's Your Fave, and you can find me on Instagram at Frankie underscore Becerra. Uh, I'm trying to get more followers on Instagram. So if, if you're listening to this podcast and for some reason not following me already, then what the fuck are you doing? Follow mm. follow me on Instagram. You know. Yep. Uh, everybody, um, you guys know where to follow me. Big Barry sixty three on the gram. Follow the Big Barry podcast on the gram. I've been I've been so bored I might make a Twitter and try jokes. I'm, scary proposition getting back into that game. I have also been thinking about doing TikTok, so if that happens, you don't. you know it's not good. Please don't. I, I I have some good ideas for them though. There's no such thing as a good idea All for right. TikTok. Ready? You say that. All right, here's my one idea. Ready? It, remember the remember the, in, uh, the first Austin Powers International Man of Mystery. Yeah. When he's in his little knickers doing the dance to the fembots. Yeah. And he's like, I want to touch myself. Right. It's that, but it's me. I think that'll get you kicked off TikTok. It might. It might get me kicked off TikTok. Another one I had, uh, Waking Me Up When Quarantine Ends, a parody of Green Day. Oh, okay. Interesting. And uh, How to Save a Life, a parody of How to Save a Life by The Fray. Just put them on Instagram. Yeah. Not everything needs to be TikTok. I'll do, yeah, I'll make them Instagram uh, videos. That, like Jimmy and I were talking about it because he, he started doing TikToks and he was like, "It's so hard to come up with ideas." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. I've been posting videos like this for five fucking years. Like, don't, don't go watch all my shit. Don't watch anyone's TikToks." Like, yeah. Uh, all right, buddy. Take care. Right. Take care, bud. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And to all my listeners, everybody, have a pleasant evening, afternoon, and good night, and stay safe and stay clean. Wash your hands. <laughs>